Uh, so yeah. Um. Anyways, let's do this thing. Uh, this is gonna be a really rocky. Um, I'm gonna ask you all the questions basically, and 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 you can just fill in the, fill in my blanks. Wake up in the morning, had to make a play. Yeah. I had to make a play. Yeah. I had to make a play. Um. <clears throat> all right, let's go. Let's get some audio in. Uh, all right, here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Love the Game, the Love the Game podcast, where we talk sports, hoops, football. As always, you can find the podcast uh, really everywhere on pretty much any platform out there and across social media at Love Game Pod or Love T Game. Uh, I'm your host, Ash. As always, you can find me across social media at Planet Asha. And I think I'm actually not, I think, I know, I'm actually really excited to say that officially can we call it official uh e you let me know we have an official co-host or co yeah. love the game podcast instead of like an on-off guest co-host uh so officially welcome elias Pataya to the love the game team uh e go ahead and you know do your thing introduce say hello hey you know brand new uh co-hosting option here now we're we're back and we're we are here to stay we're happy to say we are here to stay now uh your your co-host you know e elias find me on uh different platforms Uh, i got my own show herbs pharaohs and friends we're uh going for that new episode in a couple a couple days my socials are um, Instagram at the Platinum Pariah, Twitter at Real Ignorant E. Um, never get to Snapchat; you're not exclusive like that. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be cemented in the show. We're gonna have a lot of uh, great content for you guys coming in the near future. We're gonna uh, expand our horizons. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do some crazy shit for you guys. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be it good. Is. Glad, glad to be a bit. What glad an amazing plug! You're already a great co-host. You hit him with the plugs. Every time you drop your Twitter handle, it never fails to right. A real <laughs> ignorant e and herbs Pharaoh friends. Uh, also on Anchor podcast on Anchor. Mm-hmm. Definitely got support. So anyone out there listening to this, <laughs> new or old. Uh, definitely go listen to Herbs, Pharaohs, and Friends as well. And since, you know, a little side note, we will get into some content in the next couple of minutes. But to your point, we are, you know, trying to take this thing to the next level and not just talk sports here and there, but give you guys some, uh, some, some fresh content, some new content, some consistent content. Um, just really be worth your time. So we're working on making things official making some changes and so that's why we we've had we had a break i think it's been like two weeks we were just discussing maybe a week to two weeks since we did a recording and that really is uh because we're putting more thought and planning into this so stay tuned as we continue to grow and make changes hopefully that you'll like and definitely uh just don't forget and i'm gonna i'm adding this to our to-do list right now uh, to make sure we continue to support each other. So herbs, pharaohs, and friends, I got to find a place for that uh, on our pages and definitely on our blog, which is also coming soon. With that being said, and all of that, you know, housekeeping out of the way, let's get into some content. 
I think what I'm most excited for right now in sports for we don't really talk too much about baseball on this show hey we might start throwing that in there when it gets exciting but you know october is coming around when there's playoff baseball but outside of being a little exciting for uh the baseball playoffs and you know los doyers um yeah. you know nfl's right around the corner i for the first time and this was not in my plan but i'm just kind of starting with that i for the first time have a fantasy team i am now officially a fantasy footballer and i don't know anything about it except i just drafted a team and and e i know you've done this before so maybe you can help me out uh if there's a comment section on any of our platforms if anybody out there has done <laughs> fantasy football they can give their opinion please but i don't know how i was able to get Patrick Mahomes as my starting quarterback. I don't know what league I'm in, who I'm playing with, but how I was able to snag Pat, Patty Mahomes as my starter. And then I have Aaron Rodgers as my backup. And by the way, I did not put like four beginners. I put like, I'll play against anybody. I just want to try it. And somehow I got in a league where they let me get Patrick Mahomes. And I heard that you know, as a piece of advice, I think I was watching on ESPN or something. They're like, don't worry about drafting a quarterback in the first round. So I didn't. I waited like a good three rounds to get a QB and I still ended up, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. So like, does that mean that I just got lucky or am I playing with amateurs or does it not matter in the world of, of fantasy football? You know, fantasy football is a shift every year. And they say, say different players are going to be drafted first every year. Expect this, expect that. All snake drafts and all that whatnot craziness. Um, it was there was a lot of uh, stake in receivers this year, surprisingly. So I guess the quarterback hype kind of died down for fantasy. Um, usually, how I go, I usually how I draft when I'm doing fantasy. Um, I usually try and get a good quarterback or receiver first or a good running back just in there because mm -hmm. those are a dime a dozen. And uh, so, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a shift every year in fantasy. So, I mean, sounds like got a good score. I think i take a look at it for you, get, get some notes, give you yeah. some, uh, I'm gonna have and to it's going to be, could be fluctuating over the entire season. You're going to be picking up, dropping off dudes, letting them go, signing, resigning. So, yeah. Oh, I've, I've already the, done that. I've already yeah, dropped. Mm -hmm. Well, because, like, in my, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do Fantasy League. And I was like, well, I should practice, right? I should practice uh, drafting because I've never done it. So, like, I entered probably, like, 20 practice drafts, not realizing they all started at the same time. So I'm like, oh wait, I can actually only do one practice. And then I also joined two real leagues and I forgot about one. So what happened was one got auto-drafted and then one, the one where I got Patty, uh, Pat Mahomes and uh, Aaron Rodgers, that was the one. And I think I got Tom Brady as my third string. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like I'm winning either way on any given week. I'm not going to suck when it comes to the quarterback position. Uh, so so no, so one got auto drafted, and so on that one, I ended up dropping. I'm like, who are these people? I have no idea who any of these people are. Uh, <laughs> yep. So I ended up dropping some of those and kind of like doing the best I could for that one just to be in two leagues. But surprisingly, the one I was able to draft myself, I was like, holy shit, I feel like I have a squad. I'm actually pulling it up right now. We're gonna have to do some. I mean, we're not in the same league, but we're definitely gonna have to do some sort of like, I don't know, compare weeks type situation or something like that. Let me. Let me pull up my roster for you. Okay, so I got Patrick Mahomes starting QB, 
And then, yes, I have Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no, okay, I got Aaron Rodgers as my backup, and I got Trevor Lawrence as my third string, who he was just named the starter. So, I mean, that might work in my benefit. I mean, these are rookies. I don't expect much, but still. Um, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be that dude so we'll see uh i have um what's this fool's first name raheem uh how do you say his name mostert mostert from the 49ers oh yeah yeah he's good then i got philip Lindsay, uh jared jerry judy um antonio brown george kittle darren waller the rams defense the Rams defense. I don't even know if defense gets points, but I feel like they're a really good defense. They do. They do. Okay. The defense can carry. Defense can carry you through a game. Defense can, can, right? And then I got the Kansas City kicker, which I assume Patrick Mahomes is going to get hella touchdowns. So I feel like that kicker is going to get me hella points. Um, and then you know a bunch of backups. So I, I feel like I picked a, a pretty solid squad. Backup. A solid foundation. Solid foundation, right, right? Cole Beasley. Yeah. Cole Beasley still. And then I don't, it's Gerald Everett. Uh, he's on the Seahawks right now. We'll see tight end. But I picked tight ends first. That was my strategy. I do know that. I was like, I want me um, Darren Waller and I want me George Kittle. And I got them both. And then I went. Uh, so I don't know. any Who's on your squad that you are feeling good about? So I my fantasy draft I, we haven't even we haven't even started yet i mean i've been waiting for because i play with a bunch of old dudes and uh, oh. i play with yeah i play with a bunch of old guys and like these these dudes usually start the draft all late and whatnot so I'm, i haven't even i haven't even begun drafting yet usually uh usually we start drafting like end of august like start mid-september so I'll probably get that invite in a couple of weeks or something if they even want to draft this year because uh, they've been getting kind of sluggish on it lately. Right. I don't know. I've been thinking about picking up some other fantasies too, though. So we'll see. We'll see in the next couple of weeks. We'll see. You might have to. I feel like every week I'm going to be on this show like, yo, I, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But see, I not being like in any particular group because I know you can like make your own teams like you and your, your homies or coworkers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So not having that situation, I was like, I'm just going to do some random stuff. And so, you know, my draft is is done with, but you're going to have to, you know, get on it so then we can compare. Well, how about this? Is there anyone that if you were to draft that you have your eye on where you're like, I got to get this running back or QB or anything like that? Uh, first, definitely I would get the favorite, I would get one of the best running back in the entire league, Christian McCaffrey. Oh, taking, I would pick well, him I mean, number one overall, Panthers Christian fan. McCaffrey. You're, you're a Panther, but, but he but is hey, not. Thousand, he is. thousand yard club. He's, he's certified. He's basically a back and a receiver all in one. He can catch the ball and he can run the ball. He's one of the best, one of the, one of the best players probably in one of the best backs in the league right now. Uh, you know, we're, we're on, we're on the come up again. We got a bunch of young guys on the team. Another player, uh, uh, you know, another player I will be interested in. Mm, it really depends. There are stupid amounts of receivers and tight ends. I would definitely be interested in trying to get Julio again. I had Julio Jones last year. Um, Julio puts up numbers all the time. It'd be crazy to... It'd be crazy to get somebody maybe like Alvin Kamara or um, mm-hmm. I don't even know. So other players you can get around the league. Um, yeah, there's there's too many. I mean, it's defenses. There's there's too many stats to name, but but that's definitely my first pick. 
CMC. I, I stay loyal, baby. Stay you loyal, baby, all day. I'm a, I am mean, I know you're a Panthers fan, and I get it. As sports fans, we, first and foremost, are fans of our team. So on this show, and it has been like that from the beginning, and it will continue. I will always favor the Lakers and <laughs> cover the Lakers a lot. Warriors mm-hmm. second. Uh, 49ers, right? Like, so that means what you're going to be covering. The Clippers are talking about the Clippers. Want to talk about your squad. Mm-hmm. Want to talk about the the Carolina Panthers. I mean, like, that's what it is. I think as, as sports fans, we reserve the right to be biased, even if we are uh, in the media or putting out content. And it's like, hey, when you get off your ass to set up your own Zoom and do your own show, you can talk about whatever the hell you want. <laughs> <laughs> so we reserve that right. Uh, but, you know, yep. At least you're not delusional. At least uh, Christian McCaffrey is that McCaffrey is that dude. Uh, and now that you said it, I'm like, damn, how come? You know what? He probably was taken. That's why. Like, I mean, I, yep. I definitely look at the list of like, okay, best still available, right? And then from there, made my my picks. I was like, well, you know, uh, what's the the dude, the dude that got monster at monster? I can't even say his name. Um, but anyways, the dude on the Niners that I got, and Niners are my team, so you would think I'd be able to pronounce the dude's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, he had a pretty, he had a breakout season last year, to be honest. So, you know, I'm just, I, I saw best available, and I was like, oh, like, I'm hoping that, like, he had that breakout season. Hopefully, he kind of has that tipping point and, and heads in the right direction. So, fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Um, anyways, that was actually a pretty decent little warm-up discussion, and yeah i'm looking forward to seeing how how i do for the first time this season first time ever fantasy participant football fantasy participant but let's switch gears i don't know if you got a chance to watch any of summer league i know i lamented over the fact that like we couldn't make it to summer league yeah and i tried especially in the beginning i didn't watch like the championship whatever game series thing but in the beginning like the first probably week i i watched several games and I liked what I saw. Um, they were some competitive games, and not just the rookies who were drafted this year, but G League dudes, veteran dudes have been trying to find a slot on the team for a while. So it was some pretty good competition. And of course, when you're watching the games, it's the cool thing now for all the NBA players to kind of roll yeah, up pull and, up. and pull up yeah. and you know, be on TV. But I mean, they're in Vegas, so it's like, and I, uh, MGM hosts, right? So it's like you got all the M Life or MGM hotels and it's a whole big thing. One day, maybe one day in, in the near future, a couple of years, maybe we'll be there as media. Um, anyways, point being, there was some, some good some good basketball played, um, some good competition, both from like the rookies and both from veterans. And so I don't know how much you got to watch. This is all setting up for me to ask essentially this way too early question of who do you think will be a rookie of the year favorite? But before we get to that part, I wanted to talk a little bit just about summer league, maybe your overall impression, and then how that is going to like basically inform your opinion of uh, who you think is going to be the rookie of the year. I have, I don't even know if I have a, a a favorite in mind, but what about you? Do you have a favorite, even if it's absurd because no games have been played yet? Yeah, yeah. So first of all, I want to say uh, congrats to the Sacramento Kings, uh, summer league champs. hadn't seen that before. That was pretty astounding. Yeah, they get their props. Golf clap, golf clap. The only chip they'll get, get anytime soon. Yeah, you guys, you guys get that. Fantastic. 
But, um, you know, I was actually really impressed this year with Summer League. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, of eye-opening plays. Very exciting. You know, usually Summer League's just full of a couple of highlights and some stat stuffers. But no, we got to see a lot of players uh, shine. We got to see a lot of um, people step up. Um, one uh, one player that really surprised me was uh, Jello Ball. Uh, Leandro Ball came out there, did his freaking thing for Charlotte, came out there, proved himself. I think he's worthy of uh, getting on an NBA roster, no matter if he's 15th spot, 25th spot, whatever spot he's in. He's uh, he's proven to be, uh, he has some value on the NBA team. So that was great to see. Uh, there were a lot, there were a lot of impressive players from this new class. And there's a lot of diversity in skills and selection and who do we want to see go to specific roles who can fulfill these roles another player i was really super impressed with was luca garza luca garza came oh. out and did his freaking thing sec yeah. player of the year in college came out balled out against one of the premier teams in the previous summer league um and he really, she really showed himself and he really proved that he's not just a college player. You know, he's not just some guy who came out and could drop buckets on these guys in college. He proved that he is also NBA, up to the NBA standards and that he is willing to do whatever it takes to get on that court. Now, for my rookie of the year pick, it's going to be really competitive this year again. I feel like even though last year we saw some competitive and we saw injuries kind of hinder that, we're going to see a very close race this year. Cade Cunningham... Cade Cunningham is looking solid out there right now as a player. His game is outstanding. He's 18 and a half points, basically, on these crucial minutes that he's playing for his team. We also have Jalen Green out there, who honestly might be my favorite pick for Rookie of the Year. I watched his kids since high school develop into this crazy player. He's He can do multiple things on the court. He is an, he's an eye grabber. He is the focus on the court when he gets on that floor. He is talented. This kid can do it all. He, him and Cunningham are going to cut it really close in the race. I can't say right now who will win. Personal favorite might be Jalen Green right now. I want to see further into the year as this develops. But a sleeper that I have, sleeper that I'm honestly hoping will come out and do something crazy is Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs. All right, check this out. Jalen yeah. Suggs. Jalen Suggs really impressed me when he came out on fire in his college career, on absolute fire. And even though he's on a, a team where it's going to take a lot of development for him to shine, I feel like he has a good chance to come out and not only impress, but show that he has some sort of X factor in him in this league because oh. of his play style and the way that he gets things done on the court. So that, that could potentially be number one sleeper agent number two sleeper that i will conclude on out of all these players in this rookie class this, this might sound this might this might this might be a little crazy here's a little ahead. crazy you know it's between right now it's between kaminga and barnes because okay we yeah. scotty barnes was an, uh, a real eyebrow raiser in the draft because the Raptors, even I said it when the draft happened, that I don't know why the hell the Raptors would go ahead and stake their pick on this guy. But then when he went out in the summer league, he put all that to bed. He he was out there shooting the ball, facilitating on the floor, getting buckets however he could. He wasn't just 
a basic player. He came out there and did his thing. And he got a lot of Draymond comparisons. I did not see yeah. a lick of Draymond Green out there on that court. I saw Scotty Barnes out there playing his ass off. And that was really impressive. Also, Jonathan Kaminga, he's a force on the court. He can get he can get a bucket no matter who's in front of him. He's going to get that bucket. He's going to be on the defensive end. He's going to be crashing the boards. He's going to be doing all that necessary to get his team that offensive play that they need. So that's my tie for a second sleeper, potentially, because those two guys could definitely do something on their teams that's noteworthy. So this year is going to be crazy with the rookie race. It's, it's going to be all over the place, man. And I, it's it's going to be insane. Look, so much there to unpack. You took pretty much all my picks. You made <laughs> all this. I mean, you know, there's some differences there, but it's like the main thing that I'll start with is there's just so much talent, so many good players to pick and choose from. From it's gonna be such a close race. You hit on all my picks, all the players like that. I, I mean, not all of them, but like you, you can't talk about every single player. Evan Mobley, right? That's a name that didn't come up, but another player was gonna be good. But essentially, like everything you said, I will piggyback on or agree with. Um, with, with some nuances, right? And, and I don't even know where to start. I, I think for me, I haven't been this excited about a summer league or new players coming into the the league in a while. And so I don't know if that's, I mean, people were, have been saying like, oh, you know, all the, the talking heads or the experts or whatever, like this is a, a, a heavy, like a talent heavy class. Like this, I mean, obviously you have to play the games, but this could go, go down years from now as like, one of the best drafts of the NBA. People often go back to what's the 96 draft with Steve Nash and Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant, right? And and wasn't Tracy McGrady in that too, or am I? Am I am yeah. I, yeah, like yeah. that that Hall of Fame level, like this 10 years from now, we could go back and be like, yo, right? But that 2021, mm-hmm. so much. So I don't know if it's just that, like the talent is just here, or if it's also in part that because of COVID, we missed last year, we missed the summer league. So that extra added, like we got summer league basketball again, right? So, I mean, I'm sure it has something to do with it, but the talent is the talent. Uh, anyways, I, I would say, I kind of want to go down, like to kind of, I was taking notes, like look at me being a professional and shit. Uh, <laughs> Just based on your picks, Jello Ball, right? One, I will say, he definitely middle child syndrome. He got the short end of the stick. Um, just being the Ball family, and you know, your, your older brother is Lonzo Ball, right? Who has since he left the Lakers really, you know, rounded out and shown his value. And I'm glad he got paid um, in Chicago, and it's proven to be like a, a good professional, right? Uh, and then you got LaMelo La Ball, who was always like the, the starlit, like kind of show off, but backs it up with his play. And then you got Jello, who is actually good and actually solid. Now, he may not be um, Alonzo or LaMelo, but it's good in his own right. A great shooter, probably the best pure shooter out of all of, you know, out of all three brothers. And he definitely deserves, he has enough talent to be on a team. I think where he got the short end of the stick is because no one wanted to deal with LeVar Ball, right? And all mm-hmm. of the, the circus that came with the Ball family. So if you are not as, you know, prolific as Lonzo or LaMelo, then we're not going to put up with it so much. But kudos to him for sticking with it because um, he could have just like, he, his family's got money regardless. His brother's NBA players. He could have done the like entourage route or manager route or, 
you know, content person route or whatever and still been in everything and still like made money, but like kind of, you know, on the outskirts, but he chose to to stay ready. And so I, I really um, hope that he excels, you know, in Charlotte and, and, and makes the most out of this chance. So hopefully he gets enough PT and hopefully, you know, the chemistry with his brother who's played with this his whole life uh, will also aid to that. But it makes me think of, um, and I'm getting a little off track. I'm gonna get back to some league, but it makes me think of uh, Seth Curry, who's had a similar route to the league. You have Steph Curry as the star brother, and then Seth. Seth wasn't drafted, right? Uh, went to the G League, was out. You know, kept going, and now he's literally like a main piece um, on a contending team, right? Mm-hmm. Like getting buckets. So, you know what I'm saying? Main like. The last two years, his teams have done better than than Steph's teams. So you yep. know, there. If 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 Jello could look to anyone in recent history with like a similar kind of pressure and upbringing and everything like that, hey, look to Seth Curry. Continue to work and bet on yourself. Anyways, with that being said, getting more into summer league, Jalen Suggs, right? Uh, not Jalen Green, because I'm gonna get the confused. Suggs. You're like, he might be a sleeper. I don't think he's a sleeper at all. Now, I do not think that he will win rookie of the year. I do believe it's going to be between Jalen Green and Cade Cunningham just because of not just the height, but the scoring ability. They both put up numbers, I think. Uh, Green, Jalen On Green. each other. On yeah, each on other. On each other, right? And, so <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. and one and two, and one and two. So all year it's going to be the hype, but then also them backing it up. I think, what, in Summer League, Green average like over 20 points and then uh Cunningham was like like you said 18 and a half something like that points so they're going to score at a higher volume to where I think that they will be the top two in the race for rookie of the year but Jalen Suggs is definitely on the sleeper because that dude can ball what he did in college at Gonzaga and what he did in summer league like he proved he is already a floor general a leader he just has that it factor and so I'll argue is Although I do believe, you know, our not the number one or number two pick are probably going to be number one, number two for rookie of the year. I would say that Jalen Suggs may have the chance to have a better overall career, right? If I had to like just pick which one's going to have a Hall of Fame career, I would for sure pick Jalen Suggs out of those three, okay. just because of that leadership factor, uh, just the the basketball IQ whereas the other two like they're going to be prolific scorers they're probably going to be stars but when are they going to reach their peak and when will that peak where I just like foresee Jalen Suggs getting better as a scorer with time but immediately making an impact as a leader and just having that like sometimes you can impact the game without getting the bucket and he's that dude right so he probably will at the end have the better overall career. So definitely not a sleeper, probably not a favorite for rookie of the year, but in general, like he is that dude. And uh, then the whole Scotty Barnes, Kaminga, I'm glad you mentioned Kaminga. And again, you know, he's drafted by the Warriors. And so the Warriors are actually gonna, and we'll talk maybe a little bit about them later. The Warriors are actually gonna be an interesting team because they get Clay back. And over the last two seasons, they have really high draft picks with high ceilings. They still have the number two pick from last year, and he didn't get to play because of injuries and COVID restrictions. They didn't get a summer league and everything like that. And then you have Kaminga, 
and Moses Moody, who also did pretty well too. So they're going to be interesting too. But Kaminga, talk about summer league highlights. I'm sure I know you saw it. He had this one like hesitation behind the back move, and then just like a straight shot to the basket dunk. Mm -hmm. I think when they were playing at the smaller building in summer league, and I was just like yo this dude is actually pretty nice i mean he's at like pull up threes like he can just flat out score the ball you know what i mean and then he's got like and just because i've watched several i've watched almost all the warriors games he's just got that like almost that bullish energy and mentality like he wants it like he's not gonna be one of those rookies that's timid you know what i mean and like takes time to learn the game but like you know like give me the ball you know so i think that's gonna bode well for him i i don't think that he's gonna be a favorite but to your point, he might be one of those sleeper rookie of the years, especially because the games have to be played. Injuries, everything. So at the end of the season, if you you look at it, you never know. Like with, I mean, he, again, averaged like 17 points himself, not far off from, you know, Cade and, and Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green. So to be honest, you know, he he could be up there. If, I, if, if they're my favorites, he's definitely my favorite sleeper. And then last but not least, Luca Garza's got swag. Yeah, that that boy's got yeah. swag. I'm really excited. He's a uh, Cunningham's running mate, right? I, I think mm -hmm. that's not. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's gonna be a um, a good a good duo, especially if they're both. You know, Kay's gonna get playing time, but if they're both getting that PT, Luca Garza's nice. I like the swag. I like the game. So so we'll see. I, I think we're aligned a little bit on that. On uh who's coming up uh let's see here we were talking about more than i thought we we're going to talk about after a couple weeks being off and being in rusty um i kind of want to <laughs> stick to since we're i mean obviously i'm going to stick to basketball but we just got through talking about like the way too early rookie of the year picks but let's go into mvp um god i think with the, the race this this last year and with this season coming up there are a lot of guys who were close who missed out, but I'm thinking it had to do with, with either injury, like the case of maybe uh, LeBron and Joel Embiid, right? Um, and then with Steph, it's just like not really having the team and the horses to kind of back you up. And that's not to take anything away from Nikola Jokic, uh, definitely deserved MVP. But I, and even James Harden, right, was a, a I think in the running last season too and also for injury and things and games played so not to take anything away from Jokic but you know at the beginning of the season it falls when all's even and everyone is healthy in that moment I have a list of players and you may maybe in the doc you may see them it's the names that we're used to hearing but I think realistically uh guys who have a chance to be in that in that contest do I think Chris Paul will have as good as a season as he did or as an effective as a season as he did last year, maybe, maybe not. But I also think that um, uh, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton will actually have more to do with the season. So, you know, Chris Paul might not get all that credit. Um, Kevin Durant, obviously, I mean, he's, he's on the list, but uh, I'm thinking about James Harden. I don't know, when you have that three-headed snake and then even with LeBron, he's got a lot of support too. So I, I'm not sure, you know, who will win. But these are still the names that are coming up and who's likely to be in the conversation, right? So between LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, 
right? Steph Curry, because he's going to have more help this time to actually probably be in the race. Giannis, can't forget Giannis. Luka, right? Luka Doncic and Joel Embiid. Who do you think? And if you have a, a pick outside of these guys, feel free. But who do you think uh, is best case scenario to take home the MVP this upcoming season? Well, this, like the rookie of the year race, is going to be really intense, depending on a couple of things. Um, it's going to depend on the team's progress, because if we look at players like LeBron, who heavily rely on now team structure and team chemistry and team success, if he can make those players better around him, like he usually does with any team that he's on, that will definitely affect his process in the MVP race. Kevin Durant, it will be mostly team success and I want to say a factor of fatigue and just the will to get through because we saw that even without Kyrie and Harden on the podium with him, he's still able to step up in those big moments and push his team to the finish line. Now, what we did see is with all those new factors and barely getting the NBA back within the last season, some players were not necessarily full prepared for the fatigue of the season and the injury factors. So there are a lot of things to account for on that side of Durant. I believe he could still do it. He's still the best scorer in the NBA. Everybody says it, even though from old to new NBA players, it's the best scorer in the NBA. So you're not really going to take much from him. Um, now, if we're looking at the other players like Stephen Curry, best point guard in the NBA by by far. Um, you're, Clay is back. The all-star studded cast is still there. The star potential is there. What Steph does this year is, is I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. It could be your do or die year this year because... They're reaching the ends of their contracts and their signings. It's Clay's coming back off another injury, which still a phenomenal player. He's one of the nicest two-way wing guards in the league. Sharpshooter. Uh, you know, Steph, he could definitely make a run again if he really... But that's another player who will also depend on team success, chemistry, and fatigue factors just because he hasn't had that team together in a while so we really don't know they could the Warriors could definitely they're capable of making another playoff run and championship run if the whole team stays healthy um honestly with Phoenix you know Phoenix had a great run that last year uh the road was definitely paved for them very well yes in terms of tell me about it nobody else being there in the West to be able to stop them. But the West is a battleground this year now. It's back to its fully-fledged state. Um, we're hoping with the regular season schedule back to how it is now that we're going to avoid all those unnecessary injuries and breaks. So, you know, man, it's going to... I don't... I don't I, Phoenix, Phoenix is a great team. They have a lot of talent. I don't know if I see them making a run like they made last year. I don't know. I don't see them making that run again. I see them making the playoffs. I see them doing something in the playoffs, but not if all the other teams in the West have something to say about it. 
So there's that. And then on the East, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. I just I just wanna I just wanna break down the Embiid story real simple. You know, the guy is potentially the best center we see in the league. He he can he can be at times the best center in the league when he's focused, one track minded, healthy, one hundred percent in go mode. Now, what's gonna impact Joel is keeping himself on the floor at all times, healthy, one hundred percent of the time, a thousand percent of the time, because there's always something. There's always a roadblock. There's always, always this guy is stopping me, or it's this this injury. I can't do this. I, I'm I'm not I'm not at this percentage right now, and you know I think the NBA is slowly going to catch up. It's not like people are stupid. There's so many different ways to analyze the game now. So for Joel Embiid, the, uh, the clock hasn't started ticking yet, but he needs to be careful. He really needs to prioritize how he wants to succeed in this league and how he wants to dedicate himself to a team now, whether that's on the Sixers or not. Because the Sixers now are in so many different calamities throwing guys out, bringing guys in, putting these lineups in, seeing what coach works where, who's going to do this, who's going to do that. And Joel is still their guy because we've seen that the other guy at 6'10 at the powerful forward point guard position is not being reliable, which most likely will stay on the team is what the Sixers are reporting now. So I I love Joel Embiid's game style. I love it. He's, he's nasty. He can do it all, stretch the floor, go inside, destroy the paint play pretty solid defense he's gonna need to stay healthy in order for him to win that race out of all these players the players with the most potential to come out on top of that race i will say like a good standing if the lakers are fully healthy and somehow manage to pull together some sort of championship run with the lineup that they end lebron is definitely one or two um, Kevin Durant, if if the, the league respects him how he's supposed to be respected, and the Brooklyn Nets, because everybody wants to eventually see the Nets Lakers championship game. I mean, oh, it's yeah. a dream of every NBA fan right now. Um, Kevin Durant, one or two spot. That's between him and LeBron. A solid third is definitely Steph, staying fully healthy on the court. He can do it all. He's best point guard in the league. So that's definitely a top three right there. And then behind him, if the Sixers somehow find a way to get their shit together, Joel Embiid for sure is still in the race. He's still a competitor. And then between that fifth spot, it, it could be interesting, you know. The Bucks could somehow manage to get back to that get back and come through all the adversity. They can. They've, they've shown that they can. They have some great guards. Giannis is here to stay. He has proven his put his stamp on the league, so he's got a lot to prove now. And we're also having another player on this list too that could potentially heat up the MVP race. Luka Doncic. Okay. He is a phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal superstar in the league. I, I, I put him now as a superstar in the league because oh, he yeah. can p- compete with the best. He can do anything. This kid is like, right. and nothing I've ever seen on the court before. So Plus the MVP race. Back. 
Yeah, puts puts any team on his back from age sixteen to now. Yeah, from age sixteen to now, so the kid can ball. It's obvious. MVP race is going to be insane. The whole entire season this year is going to be the same. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, well, insane. So yeah, I'm. I can't wait till basketball begins again, and I want to. I want to see who's going to come out fighting. Who's going to come out with that will to win? With this all is, said and done, this is definitely a. Um, a league pass season for me for sure um, yeah. <laughs> you know, just yeah. trying to keep up with all this even for the podcast and stuff but you know i it's another one of those questions that i mean do it on purpose it's impossible to pick especially at this time you know obviously depending on mid-season performance and like injuries and stuff like that we'll have a better idea um but you know i mean i can't really you kind of like said it you know broke it down like it's all dependent on team success right and i think the, the other factor that comes in like which player it's weird because like you need your team to be good so you can be successful enough to be in the race but if your team is too good then you don't get the full credit so it's like mm-hmm. that perfect balance of like okay you have to have a good enough team to like be you know like in the top four right of your conference but if you're the nets and you have like three of the best players in the entire league then it's like uh, KD, can we really give it to you when you also have James Harden and and, and Kyrie, right? But like LeBron, oh, can we really give it to you when you also have Anthony Davis and now you have Russell Westbrook and now you have this like cast of, I mean, between the, those are the top three guys, but then like you have all these other veterans coming back, we're going to contribute, right? So it's a it's a, a fine line, you know, and that's why I would, I would give MB the edge, right? If he can again lead the Sixers to a top spot, a top two spot in the playoffs or in the standings when he is that that main dude. You know what I mean? There's no other like real superstars, especially with Ben Simmons seem to be whether or not he's on the decline, I'm not gonna go ahead and, and you know, load up on Ben Simmons like everyone else, but he has seemed to sort of stagnate, right? So but but you know, even him like not getting better, he's still a star in the league you know what i'm saying so yeah Embiid has that one running mate but he doesn't have two or three like some of these other people on the list so that's why i would give a guy like Embiid an edge if you know they have a high enough standing and then steph right you go back to steph yes steph is getting clay back but he's getting clay back like what at the all-star break maybe after december not for the full season right and so it's still him and everyone else so those are the two guys i give the edge to if they are competitive enough and in the high enough standing because they don't have as much superstar power help but we really really don't know we will see it is way way too early to tell all right that's it thank you all for listening if you're listening this has been love the game the love the game podcast where we talk about sports hoops football football season coming up fantasy sports apparently uh find us pretty much on every <laughs> platform love the game podcast and uh, on social media we'll have it somewhere on the episode where you can read it copy paste uh at love tea game or at love game pod um your host ash find me across social media at planet asha and our new official co-host go ahead and tell people where they can find you uh, we, you know where to find me at Instagram, the Platinum Pariah, Twitter at Really Near E. You also find me on my show, Herbs, Fairs, and Friends. New episodes coming soon. We also dive into topics like sports, entertainment, you name it, we're on it. And 
I'm happy to be officially on board where this is going to be. It's going to be a great season, man. Great, great season. season and a good ride and more new things coming soon. Slowly but surely, we're building something here. Uh, but stay tuned. Wake up in the morning, had to make a play. Yeah. I had to make a play. Yeah. I had to make a play. Yeah. I'm going to get money forever. forever. I'm going to be hustling forever.